Hey, this is Bill Dwyer. Hanging on to my Hollywood dream by my fingernails. I sing the truth, and you're listening to PF's Tape Recorder. Check, check, hey. <clears throat> Hello there, I'm PF, this is my tape recorder, and welcome to another installment of songs ranked by a particular band. In this case, it's going to be Heaven 17. We did Human League a couple of months ago, well, about a month ago, a month and a half ago, I guess it was. Human League and Heaven 17 related, of course, and I promised we would do a Heaven 17 countdown for two reasons. One, to kind of bookend the Human League episode, and also to try and entice Heaven 17's Martin Ware to come on the podcast, because I don't know if I explained this to you before. I think I did, if you listen to previous episodes. Uh, Martin Ware accidentally friended me. Uh, He had a post on his site, It was a schematic that came in, I believe, the greatest hits package for the Human League. And it showed the development kind of of both bands, because both bands are related, and I'll get to that in just a second. But one slot they had, they couldn't remember who the original bassist was in the very first incarnation of Human League, and it just put unknown bassist. And I jokingly in the comments, but tag yourself, everybody, I'm unknown bassist. And I think Martin Ware thought I was actually the unknown bassist. So he friend requested me... And I've never heard from him since. I uh, He might have unfriended me since then, realizing that I'd, he'd made a mistake. But I messaged him and said, hey, come on the podcast. But I realized he probably was too busy because they were on tour. The two bands toured together, oddly, uh, as you'll find out why that is odd in a, in a minute here, back in November and December. And then he teaches and he's got a podcast going, so he was probably too busy even to answer. But I'm going to try again here once we get this episode up. Anyway, to get you a brief history, uh, Human League form in the late 70s in Sheffield. It is Ian Craig Marsh and Martin Ware. They're looking for a singer. They want to get a guy named Glenn Gregory. Turns out he's not available. He's uh, working on his photography, art. He has other things going on. So the two decide on a guy that's been wandering around Sheffield. Looks like an interesting chap. They don't really know him, but he looks interesting. He looks like a pop star, Martin Ware later recalls. A man named Philip Oakey. They don't know him. They've never met him. So Martin Ware just tapes a note to Phil Oakey's door, finds out where he lives, and says, hey, come join our band. He does. And they make two albums, which are fine. Uh, The big hit from them, hit in quotation marks, it doesn't really chart in the UK, but it gets a little bit of attention. It might enter their Hot 100 over there, but it's called Being Boiled. Both bands still perform it to this day. And after two albums, there's some creative differences. Legend has it that Martin Ware ends up chasing Phil Oakey down the street I don't know, with a brick or something like that? They get into some kind of fight. They decide to part ways. Uh, Ian Craig Marsh and Martin Ware go one way, Phil Oakey goes another. Phil actually keeps the name Human League, and in doing so, owes, uh, who become Heaven 17, uh, Ware and uh, Martin Ware and Ian Craig Marsh, 1% of something like that of future royalties. I think it's in perpetuity, like Mr. Wonderful on Shark Tank. I believe it's still going to this day. So to keep the name, Phil Oakey has to pay. That's how he pays uh, Heaven Seven, who to do that will become Heaven Seventeen Litter Trio. In the meantime, Glenn Gregory becomes available. They form Heaven Seventeen, and the two bands set about making uh, new albums. Heaven Seventeen, which will be their debut album. Human League will start to make Dare. They will work. I think the Human League worked. They worked in the same studio in Sheffield. The Human League worked during the day. Human, uh, Heaven 17 at night in the same studio. They produced two great albums. And I will say of the albums, so we ended up with two great bands, by the way. 
which rarely happens. But we it, it, it's a case where like the split, it's same like Depeche Mode and what eventually we get uh, Erasure and get Yazoo along the way and things like that. So sometimes when bands split up, you don't get as great a band after that. But in this case, we do. And I would say if you're taking the whole collection of albums of both bands, I would say that Dare is the best album out of all of them. But pound for pound, I think Heaven 17 is the stronger catalog because it, it, after Dare, it gets a little rocky for Human League, whereas Heaven 17, that's a real murderer's row of uh, Penthouse and Pavement, The Luxury Gap, How Men Are, Pleasure One, and even Teddy Bear Duke and Psycho, which comes out in 1989, which we will discuss. But we are here to discuss the top 10 Heaven 17 songs, uh, the 10 best Heaven 17 songs ranked, I guess we'll officially call it. And there's a surprise in the top 10. The surprise is a song that's not included, which will shock, I think, some of our fans over in Britain. But we're going to start with the first song here on the list. I believe it is the official first single. I always thought Penthouse and Pavement was the first single, the title track. It is not. This is this song called We Don't Need This Fascist Groove Thing. It doesn't do as well as they would like it to do. It gets only to 45 in the UK. And I believe radio stations in the UK or in the US or maybe in the UK too wouldn't play it because there's a line that says uh, Regan's president-elect across that great wide ocean, uh, fascist god in motion is the line and radio stations don't play it. That may be an urban legend, I'm not sure. But this is Heaven 17's first single and the 10th ranked song on Heaven 17's top songs ranked. This is We Don't Need This Fascist Groove Thing. that song you know getting prepared for this and i'm thinking i hate to say it but that song has a lot of relevance today you know take out the regan's president-elect bit but yeah you know we don't need this fascist groove thing kids and there's there are evil men with racist views spreading out across the land all right this number nine song on the countdown is a song the first heaven 17 song i ever heard uh, i worked at the high school radio station my friend kelly brought in I think she brought in the 12-inch single of this or something to play, and I'd heard of Heaven 17, but I didn't know who they were. 
Uh, this is, they didn't really play them on MTV. We had just gotten MTV. And weirdly, there were some groups that, even though MTV was desperate for videos back in the day, I never saw videos for, never saw Depeche Mode, never saw Orchestral Maneuvers, never saw Heaven 17. Despite the fact that, you know, they were, again, desperate to show videos, at least up until the mid-80s, 84, 85, when, you know, uh, charting bands started to make videos as a regular course of their work. Anyway, this song is uh, We Live So Fast, and there's a lot of controversy, not a lot of controversy, but uh, the, people think that in the song that he's saying bullshit, bullshit, instead of movement, movement, but I think he's just saying movement, movement. Anyway, this is the first Heaven 17 song I ever heard, and I dug it. It's We Live So Fast. Heaven 17 from the album The Luxury Gap, which, by the way, is probably my favorite Heaven 17 album. I'll explain later. Uh, number eight comes from an album that they released in 1989. They are kind of, uh, they've fallen out of favor, sort of, in the UK charts. Um, people aren't as interested in them, and a lot of groups, of course, have fallen into this category by the late 80s and certainly into the 90s when we get Oasis and the Manchester scene and the Seattle scene in this country. But uh, Teddy Bear Duke and Psycho is a pretty good record. I remember when it came out, um, I saw it in the record shop, and it was 20 bucks. It was an import. I'm like, ooh, don't want to gamble 20 bucks on a bunch of songs I've never heard. I mean, I liked the previous album, so my odds were pretty good, but I, was, I couldn't do it. I was working at the radio station in Pittsburgh, and uh, they wound up on Caroline Records, which is a subsidiary of Virgin, their regular label over in Britain and in the U.S. for the previous album, Pleasure One. And the gal that was uh, doing their promo said, hey, you know, I said, what, what have you got you can send us? And she said, oh, I've got a, a, the new album by Heaven 17, as if I was going to be mortified by it. And I'm like, hey, I'll, I'll take that, sure. And it turns out this is a pretty good album. And they released a couple of singles from it. One is The Ballad of Go Go Brown. And a song they do not release from it, shockingly, is this song called Don't Stop. And this is a great tune. It actually really gives you an insight into their uh, 70s influences. They were very influenced by funk and soul. But this really sounds like a proper like AM 70s gold track in a way, but still very heaven 17. This is Don't Stop from the album Teddy Bear, Duke and Psycho.
Stop, Ted from Teddy Bear Duke and Psycho from 1989, Heaven 17. We get to our number seven song. It's a song from an album called Pleasure One. Uh, they finally have a regular record label in the U.S. and in the U.K. Previously, they had been on, well, they'd been on Virgin their whole time in the U.K. Virgin did not have operations here, so they were on Arista, who had really no idea what to do with them. And we get Contenders is the, uh, is it the first or second single from Pleasure One? I think it's the second single. Let me see. It is the first single. It is released in 1986 at the tail end of. So Contenders is a great tune. Uh, it's very political, as you you know, Heaven 17 is in some instances. And uh, this is a great funky tune. Here is Contenders. We're going to stop this world from turning. Are we build it up. You knock it down If you go high Then we'll go higher Beyond the sky Without a sound It's gonna take a lot But we've got plenty I Keep building up Keep moving round If you use ten Then we'll use twenty They're up above and underground all around We won, we lost We counted up the cost And we even out the scores We are contenders I'm telling you So pay attention Contenders from the album Pleasure One from 19... Well, I guess it was released in 86. I always consider it to be a 1987 album because that's when I got it. But uh, we get to number the, the number six song. We go back to the first album, Penthouse and Pavement. I think this is always the... the I think this is the quintessential early Heaven 17 song. Uh, they were... When they were making this album, the race was on to get a an all-synth-pop number one hit, but Gary Newman beat them to the chart. It didn't deter Human League. They kept going on and being mostly electronic, almost entirely electronic, but Heaven 17 realized, well, we don't need to be completely electronic. We can flavor it with, you know, uh, acoustic instruments, which they do, horns. I think they use real bass on some of the songs, and they kind of do the opposite of what groups were doing at the time 
uh, in the chart, which was, you know, being traditional rock bands, but in using synthesizers for flavoring, they do the opposite. It's mostly synthesizers, they use the acoustic instruments for flavoring. And here we get uh, their, the, I guess the, that's being the fourth single from this album. I'm shocked to find this out. Yeah, because I'm Your Money's the second single, Play to Win, also good tunes. And then this is the uh, fourth single, it gets to only to 57 in the UK chart, shockingly. It becomes a dance hit over here in the US. Guess a 19 on the dance chart. This is Penthouse and Pavement. Penthouse and Pavement number six on our Heaven 17 songs ranked, and you may know that from the uh, album, from the uh, movie soundtrack album for Sliver. Uh, there's a remix of it on there, which is pretty good. We get to the number five song, and this is where I kind of got on board with Heaven 17 because I was in college. It was 1984. This album comes out, How Men Are. This is one of the singles from it. And let me see, when does this come out? Does this come out first? Yes, this comes out first in 1984. And I went to a meeting at the radio station and they wanted us to review stuff and they had stuff to give away too. So they would hold up albums and say, who wants to review this? And you'd hold up your hand and say, I'll take it. And then they would say, then we have these 12-inch singles and I was, who wants these? And Heaven 17. And I'm like, Sunset, now nah, I'll take that. I didn't hadn't heard the song, but I knew they were from We Live So Fast. I'd also known them from a song that we're not going to hear which I'll explain in a minute when we get closer to the number one. And I'll take that, and I love this song. And then I listen to the album in the studio, and I'm like, this is what a great album this is. But this is the number five song, the lead-off single from the album How Men Are. This is Sunset Now. Raised in our room, it was an endless afternoon. 
Sunset Now, what a great tune, fall of 1984. Number four, we go back to Pleasure One. I love this song a lot. Uh, I just love Glenn Gregory's vocal on this for some reason. I like the words a lot. I just, the, 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 everything just comes together so well on this. So it's what we call a great song and a great record from the summer of 1987. And this is Trouble. from Heaven 17, Pleasure 1. Heaven 17 song is ranked. We get to number three. We go back to the How Men Are album from 1984 with the second single, a song called This Is Mine. Boy, how these didn't even become hits in England is insane because I think, you know, Human League were having hits at this point. Uh, they were struggling, but they were doing much better than Heaven 17, which shocks me because I think these are as good or better than some of the Human League songs that were out at the time and certainly better than a lot of other songs that were in the chart. But This Is Mine is the second single. Sunset now got to 24. This Is Mine only gets to 23, which is just, again, a crime. It's a great tune. A lot of great remixes of this song out there. Maybe we'll discuss that when we do the 12-inch remix episode. But here is This Is Mine. Watching is no crime, happens all the time. 
This is mine. Man, what a great tune. Heaven 17 from the album How Men Are. We get to the number two and the number one song. Both come from the same album. It's The Luxury Gap. And I really like this album a lot. The song you are not going to hear, I will tell you now, is Temptation. Temptation is their biggest hit in the UK. It does not chart here, but although one of these songs you're about to hear does, and excuse my clicking as always, I need a quieter mouse for this. Anyway, Temptation is released in 1983 from The Luxury Gap. It gets to number two in the UK. And there's also another song that's on this album, which is a, a good song, but didn't make uh, my ranking, but got the five. It was called Come Live With Me. It's kind of an icky song in a way. <laughs> the first line of the song is, I was 37, you were 17. goes from there. So it's a little difficult. It's a different time, I understand. And then the song you are going to hear uh, right now, I got to 17, and it's uh, one of my favorites, but I always love this album. So anyway, the story behind why this is my favorite album and so on is, I'd heard Temptation, which is probably only the second Heaven 17 song I heard. My buddy Tony had bought one of those Now This Is music, and it must have been only the second or third volume of it, if you can imagine that. This is 1983. I uh, recorded the songs I liked off of it. I ended up buying them eventually, like this one, uh, properly. But Temptation was one of them, and I liked Temptation just fine. And I was in a record store in Bowling Green, and I saw that this album was for sale, The Luxury Gap, and it was... Uh, what. Uh, CBS had the nice price. I forget what Arista called their cheap albums, but it was it was not full price. I'm like, well, I know uh, we live so fast, uh, which by the way didn't chart in Britain, shockingly. Uh, and I know Temptation, so I'll 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 get this. I like the the title, "Crushed by the Wheels of Industry," which is the song you're about to hear. And of course, I take it home and I ended up loving this album. And I like it, you know, more than the first album, and a little bit more even than How Men Are. But it's a great album, even though I don't like the big big hit on it too much. Uh, and not because it was the hit, it's just I think there's better songs on the album, that they have better songs. I always found it weird that this was their big hit in Britain, and that Come Live With Me is the second biggest hit, which is weird, because I like these other songs so much more. So anyway, here's uh, Crushed by the Wheels of Industry, our number two song on the Heaven 17 songs ranked. Crushed by the Wheels of Industry, again, love Glenn Gregory's vocal on this. It's just so smooth. And we get to our number one song. This, weirdly, is their only charting song in the United States. It, let me see, where does it land? It lands, it actually is a top 40 hit. Uh, number 36, two, 32 we get to with Let Me Go. 
astonishingly, because usually a band's best song doesn't chart in this country, and this does. We got it right in America. It only got to 41 in the UK, which is ridiculous because it is, it is their best song. Boy, talk about where everything comes together. It is, it, the lyrics are great. It's a great vocal. It's a great record. It's just put together so well. The 12-inch single is really, really good. And uh, this is, and not surprisingly, I mean, some people might be surprised that Temptation didn't even make the top 10 and it's in Heaven 17's best song, but people won't be too shocked to find out, oh, Let Me Go is Heaven 17's best song according to PF1. Well, here it is, Let Me Go from Heaven 17. Let me go from Heaven 17, and I would say that is probably one of the, uh, I'm going to use the word again, quintessential, not only quintessential Heaven 17 songs, but really a song of the 80s. That is, uh, if you're putting together an, an 80s montage, an 80s playlist or something, you need some Let Me Go on there. All right, I just remembered that I owe you guys a song of the week, and uh, this is kind of fortuitous. I heard the song, where else, on Radio 1. And it's a group called Odin and Fatso. They are a trio from France. They're an electronic group. That's apropos of today's discussion. And it says they only perform live, but they have this single out now called Lauren. And I think it's really, really good. And it fits right along with our friends Heaven 17 here. So this is going to be our song of the week on PF's tape recorder. It's Odin and Fatso. Lauren, so long and thanks for listening. (laughs) 